Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Predetermined Presents Nice Boys Who Watch De or Who Like Deathmatch Wrestling yeah. and Deathmatch Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, last time it was uh, Fast 9. This time, Deathmatch. Because I think it's kind of consumed both of our lives for the last 14 days. <laughs> it felt... I mean, we both were in Indianapolis for... What are we just calling it? Deathmatch weekend? Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. Because <laughs> the amount of money that was spent on light tubes this weekend would be, like, I feel like a solid house payment for most people. I <laughs> think <laughs> Great question. Do they go around and collect those from buildings, or do they actually go into, like, Home Depot and buying listen, new ones in bulk? Listen, I just show up to the shows, <laughs> and I just get them busted over me and I bust them over other people. I didn't, I, I don't ask enough questions. You know what? Uh, I do believe in recycling and I'm going to start pushing for us to uh, recycle light tubes. I'll get, a, I'll I need my death match companies to not just be red, but also green. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll get a hold of some, uh, uh, some holiday inns and say, Hey, all those light, <laughs> light tubes you thought about throwing away. As long as they're not the skinny ones. Those are mine now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we saw so much. The, the ICW, <laughs> AWR, mm -hmm. No Peace, uh, Paradigm, pa Paradigm. Yeah, man, Paradigm worked as a great palate cleanser from all the fucking violence I watched. <laughs> it. it I felt like I lived a Rob Zombie movie this weekend. <laughs> and I know to some that's an insult. Uh, I like Rob Zombie movies, so I was happy to be thrown into that world. <laughs> right. But fuck, did I witness some shit. Yeah. Uh, there, the, uh, the, the amount of people's blood you got to visual, visually see is more than I feel like some ER nurses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there is so many... Yeah, there has to be a blood drive out there that's just so sad that we're just yeah. wasting it all. <laughs> the, the Red Cross is very angry at Deathmatch. <laughs> I got some on my hands. I got it on my chair. I got it... You know, I got... It was a good weekend of being near other people's blood. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Man, I'm trying to think what the craziest thing I saw, because uh, AWR, I don't want to say what they did was reckless, but it's deathmatch wrestling, so it, <laughs> I guess it is. Uh, I saw for the first time Mickey Knuckles. Uh huh. I was not familiar with Mickey Knuckles <laughs> before this weekend. I saw her wrestle like six times. <laughs> she took so the most the most memorable gusset plate spot I have seen. Ever, maybe. Did you hear about it? No. She, I'm trying to remember who she was wrestling. I don't remember if it was Dale Patrick or who it was, but they took a gusset plate and smacked that right into her breasts. <laughs> it was sticking out. It was bleeding while this was happening. Like after she pulled it out the rest of the weekend, you could see the little dots from where it was. Uh, Mickey Knuckles is a badass. I am afraid of her. <laughs> uh, yeah, that there's a that that was uh, my feeling once I walked away from this weekend. Is is who who Mickey Knuckles might be the toughest motherfucker in this room. <laughs> how long? Do you know how long she's been doing this? No, 
I know that she was around back in the old IWA days. It was like her, Tank, uh, John Wayne. It was all those guys for IWA Mid-South. Uh, uh, all those people. I'm sorry. All those people for IWA Mid-South. So she's been around a while. Um, but she is absolutely like, she reminds me, and not to make the comparison woman to woman, but also know that Bull Nakano is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Um, she reminds me of like Deathmatch Bull Nakano. Like she's not afraid to get in there and mix it up. She's not afraid to fucking throw her strikes in. Uh, mm -mm. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait <laughs> to see more Mickey Knuckles. <laughs> and after this weekend, I feel like we're going to. I, uh, absolutely. She got big spots. Absolutely. And, and plus, wasn't she getting added in? Because this entire weekend was the epitome of card subject to change. <laughs> absolutely. I don't think I went to one show where everybody that was supposed to be there made it. Right. But I got to see some motherfuckers step up and yeah. get some good spots out of it. Yep. Uh, uh, a good one was uh, Cole Radrick. Cole Radrick stepped in for J.J. Escobar. Now, we didn't get to see somebody's dick be weed-eated and on fire, but Cole Radrick did everything in his fucking realm of possibility to bring J.J. Escobar energy. <laughs> <laughs> if you go on IWTV and watch the Dale, is it Dale Patrick's? Yes, Dale With Patrick. an S? Yes, or no Dale way. Patrick's. Dale Patrick's, yes. plural. Plural. Okay. Dale Patrick's comes out and he says that J.J., I believe he said J.J. Allen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's J.J. Allen, J.J. Escobar. It's yeah, both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent so much time before this show talking about how excited I was to see a man light his dick on fire. Because that's something I ain't ever seen in live. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And when they announced live that he wasn't going to be there, I, if you go back and watch that match and catch me in the crowd, I have the biggest sour puss on my face <laughs> <laughs> that whole match. Just Mr. Somber sitting oh, in, just the, in the Arms crossed, like, <laughs> love Cole Radrick. Excited. <laughs> if uh, any other circumstance, so happy to see him in a death match. But I was just like, he better sit his fucking dick on fire. <laughs> Man. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's the thing is, is that I feel like everybody who ended up this weekend with a spot said, okay, I have something I have to prove now. Like, look, look, you should have just had me booked from the get-go. And that's really awesome to see, especially with Deathmatch. Because so many people, like, qualify for those spots, specifically that weekend. And for some people to step in that, like, aren't traditional Deathmatch guys. Or girls. Like, that was really cool to see. Like, Cole, as an example, Cole has done it. And, I mean, with everything else that Cole does, I'm surprised he doesn't do it more, considering, you know, he's a demolition derby driver. But it was really cool to see him step up. And then him and Dale, not only did he step up with Dale Patricks, who is fantastic, but but then to have the caliber of match that they had um, was just great to see. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of everybody this weekend. Like, it sounds weird to say, well, 
I'm proud of almost everybody this weekend. I'm proud of 99.9% of the people this weekend. 99% of the people that took tubes this weekend are outstanding citizens. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, absolutely. You are absolutely right. Because there, there is one that, that doesn't qualify for those things. But if do you want to get into this now or do you want to hold off on it? I it's so it's been okay. the topic of conversation for me for a few days now. <laughs> well, let's get over it. Let's let's keep talking about shows that we liked and we'll get into that. Hey, to be continued. Stay tuned in the episode. <laughs> we will get there. Um, so uh, from a uh, it all kind of blends together. Um, we both kind of already have talked about that. It all kind of blends together this whole weekend. Like you can't when remember when you consume that much <laughs> and see the same people so many times. Right. Like, like I sometimes struggle with what was ICW No Holds Barred Night One versus what was ICW No Holds Barred Night Two versus what was AWR versus what No Peace was. You know, it's just it all just kind of feels like. There was just blood and violence in the ring for a 72-hour period where none of us, like, like the, the, the names and the faces changed, but the violence stayed the same is how it <laughs> felt. Like, <laughs> um, but uh, some of the standouts, what were some of your standouts? Well, I know we talked about this, but my match of the weekend was Justin Kyle versus John Wayne Murdoch. Oh man, that I had never seen Justin Kyle until that weekend. So that was getting to see a guy who is built like Brock Lesnar <laughs> do a death match was something I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> yep. And just seeing seeing him bleed like and I had heard like rumblings in the crowd that that he hadn't it wasn't something he was wanting to do. So going in there and like doing what he did <laughs> in a situation that he didn't want to be in at all, he looked like he belonged. Yeah. Well, what I would say is, is that um, um, all that talk about like him not wanting to really do it, like I can say this that I couldn't tell because it seemed like he threw <laughs> caution into the wind and was like, "We fucking doing this." Um, it was fucking amazing. It was he, that match was fucking great. Like, he met John Wayne's energy in a death match. Do you understand? Like, like, people don't understand how hard that is. Like, he... John Wayne Murdoch will overtake you in a death match. It is his duty to overtake you in a death match. And Justin Kyle said, fuck that. You're going to break tubes over me, and I'm just going to be the Hulk, but not green. That was what that was his like, and I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat all these fucking tubes, and I'm you gonna pick me the fuck up because I'm giant. I'm a fucking giant man, and you're gonna put me through this goddamn flaming door. I mean, that shit happened. <laughs> Not only did those things happen, at one point he was on the ground in front of me. <laughs> Murdoch gets on top of him. Pulls out a steak knife. Yep. Shoves it up his asshole. <laughs> like little stabs right in the butthole. <laughs> Which I haven't seen that either. This weekend, there were a lot of wrestlers coming out with blades. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Everybody was packing. Everybody had knives on them. They were ready to fucking rumble. Like we were the fucking, 
the Jets and the fucking the Sharks. <laughs> this is West Side Story. Everybody getting stabbed. It's getting out of hand. Eventually, there's going to be a guy coming to the ring with an AR-15. He's like, it's my right to have this. <laughs> Just an alt-right deathmatch wrestler. <laughs> oh, man. Let's hope it doesn't get to that point. After this weekend, I never, I don't know where it's going. <laughs> like, how do they top some of the shit I saw? Right. Like, uh, we talked about Akira. Yes, absolutely. Akira had, he was the star of the entire weekend. KOBK, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he was in every single show? Um, I think so. Minus um, the second Paradigm show. But uh, he may have been even been in that. I don't think he was, though. The I first th- one was him versus Cole. Yes, in the in the UWFI. Yeah. Uh, the second show, I don't think he was on. Um, I don't want... He was there this. in spirit. He was there in spirit. Well, I mean, like, like you said, he was the absolute... He was one of the MVPs. I would say that the rejects, meaning John Wayne Murdoch, Reed Bentley, Akira, and Satu Jin were the were the MVPs of this last weekend because all of them were on almost every show. Like doing deathmatch on almost every show. And it's just I mean, they're just fucking built different like like as a 36 year old who's getting into it one death match and i'm like whoo man you know what (laughs) i'm gonna take the next weekend off (laughs) but which isn't true because obviously (laughs) i had a death match and but anyway i i just they were they're built different those guys clean up and they go okay what's next who do i gotta fight next main event of no peace. We have John Wayne Murdoch versus Masada. Masada. John Wayne Murdoch appears to get his fucking wrist cut, keeps going, gets the skewers drilled into his head harder than I've ever seen. <laughs> it was gross. <laughs> like, oh, that elbow that Masada gave to put those in, they just, they were, yeah, they, they were, were stout. In, they were in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, he looked like he had a fucking tree growing out of his head. <laughs> That's how in there they were. <laughs> and then the amount, of, the amount of blood that was coming out of his head. Whew. Man, what a, what a, what a fucking great person to do that for, for everyone's entertainment. Like, I, I feel like I owe him something. <laughs> I don't know what yet. Right. Right. I don't think any of us know. Like, what what do you need, John Wayne? And he goes, I don't really need anything. And then you go, no, but like, listen, like you've you've earned the right to ask something from all of us. Yes. <laughs> Give us your Amazon wish list. What do you, do you need? <laughs> yeah, some... yeah. You know, we, motherfucker, I'll buy you some new socks if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, mentioned a guy I didn't know was in the rejects until this weekend. Satu Jin. Yeah. Holy shit. So my so my my uh favorite match was Satu versus Tank of uh ICW night one just because they did it all. And like of course you I mean I mean you've talked about this. I have a very soft spot for Tank. Like Tank was my thirteenth match in wrestling. And uh and he whooped the shit out of me. And I learned probably more in that match than I had 
up to that point. Um, and so like getting to see Tank and Rev do their thing is amazing. Like because they're they're, the, they're a perfect package. There, Tank has a manager who looks like King Diamond (laughs) (laughs) and, and comes out and talks shit on a microphone and, and you know, like you saw this weekend, everybody's hyped to see Larry legend. Everyone's hyped to see Larry legend, but those people were just as hyped to see Rev talk his shit. And that was awesome. Like it was just really cool to see those two go after each other just because both of them like, do not care about what happens to their bodies. Apparently the pizza, the pizza, uh, I don't know what those things are called. The pizza pan where they pull the pizzas out of the oven covered in gusset plates that, uh, that tanks smash on Satu's back. Whoo. Watching that pull off like the, <laughs> the little bit of give that it had. <laughs> they were in there. <laughs> fuck are we doing i don't like there were so many times this weekend that i was like what am i doing why why do i like this is this a crime like there's so many ways all of this could go wrong there i mean there were a lot of things there were a lot of things in that in those shows that if happened uh just you know walking down the street you would be forced to call the police or you would be an accomplice. <laughs> like no ifs, ands, or buts, you would be an accomplice. They'd go, you watched that happen and you said nothing. <laughs> if, yeah, the cop comes in. So you watch this guy cut this guy's wrist and then skewer his head. And you just sat there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, you're under arrest now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Real quick, um, I'm about to crack open. Heater brought over some of the new white claws, so this is a this is a first for me. The 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 surge, Ooh. extra alcohol, they, blood orange. Let's I mean, do this. That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the, that's my review of every white yeah, claw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can definitely taste the extra alcohol, but that's you know what. Not really a problem for me. <laughs> Even if it is two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> Hey, listen, we go hard. I don't know. <laughs> I, li- I like drinking in the afternoon. It's uh, especially when like I've taken a half day at work, you know, like <laughs> come over to record a podcast, have a have a drink, you know, whatever. What are they going to do? Fire me? I already told them I took a half day. <laughs> you can't fire me from life. <laughs> what? Okay. We had a very un like a very not normal weekend. Absolutely. What, what was the most normal thing you did this entire weekend? Ooh. So. <laughs> is, there, is there a moment that you just had like a, a nice moment with your wife? Or yeah, a- yeah. I mean, what I would say is, is that we, uh, my wife and I stayed with a friend of ours that lives in Indianapolis. And Friday, because I wasn't wrestling, um, I, we kind of just, we got in like late, late, late Thursday night. I, I think we got in like three. And went to bed and got up at like eight o'clock because, you know, I'm 36 years old and my body doesn't let me realistically sleep past seven. But it gave me a little bit of leeway and gave me an extra hour. Um, And so we did that and got up. And since I knew I wasn't wrestling, we just kind of uh, we bummed around our friend's house and had a couple 
drinks in the morning, you know, some mimosas and Hell yeah. it was uh, sitting around, ate some breakfast. It was a good time. We had a really good time doing that and then ran to uh, a Mexican restaurant and had, you know, crappy uh, strip mall Mexican food, which is my favorite kind of Mexican food. And it was it, that, that was the most normal thing I did all weekend was was that. But, you know, the rest of the weekend was just go, 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 go. We got to get here. We got to get there. And, you know, I, there was always that possibility that I was going to have to wrestle on Friday. It didn't happen. But but, you know, I'm here. And I'm willing to work. Fucking card subject to change. Yeah, card <laughs> subject to change. Like we said, there were there were cancellations everywhere, all over these cards. And so, you know, there is always that opportunity to to pull me in. Which, I mean, I mean, I know that it. I'm getting there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, what I want to be is the first name on that list. Okay, we know he's coming in for this, that, or the other. Well, let's get him in on this. But you know what? It didn't happen this time. That's okay. Uh, I got to have a very nice evening with my wife watching Deathmatch Wrestling um, and just kind of having a good time. We had a really, I had a really great time Friday night uh, at the ICW show. It was like I got to watch Brett wrestle Vincent Nothing and they beat the hell out of each other. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, and it was awesome. <laughs> and, uh, Brett hit Brett hit Vincent nothing with a street justice that looked like something out of a video game. And that's the only way I can describe it because of the the quickness in which he got him up. And it was like Brett jumped and hit it. It was I, that street justice is the prettiest thing I've seen in a long, long time. As far as street justices go, because normally they're real grimy and and just stuffy. And this one was not. This one was. It felt like it felt like the finish of a Dragon Ball Z like <laughs> move. <laughs> That's the only way I can describe it. That was a really fun match. Um, I, I guess we can. I, I like Neil Diamond Cutter had a whole bunch of great matches this weekend. Sang Sweet Caroline so many goddamn I know. times. And how great is that song? How great is that for? Uh a wrestler to walk out to it. I never got tired of singing it. I think I saw him <laughs> wrestle cause he was in the tournament. So he wrestled multiple times in the tournament. Uh, he right. Fuck. He wrestled and everything. And he comes out with the same energy with that song. Absolutely. Every single it, time. It's awesome. And, and like it was him versus the, I think it was him versus the Kirks. Um, well it was him versus Brandon Kirk, but of course, she gets involved every single time. Was that, Brandon Kirk got so bloody during that match, and he didn't go wash it off after. He was just hanging out at the <laughs> at the merch tent or merch stand or whatever. And have you seen Mulholland Drive, uh, the David Lynch it, movie? I, it's been a while, but yes, I have seen it. Towards the beginning of that movie, there's a filthy hobo that just pops out of nowhere yep. from behind the diner. <laughs> yep. Scares the absolute shit out of me. That is what Brandon Kirk looked like <laughs> the rest of the night. You know what's wild about that? The next night, on Saturday, he got bloody and he looked the exact same way <laughs> for the rest of the evening. It, like, he's just got the perfect bleach blonde hair. To just get that really good hair color. <laughs> he is such a fucking good deathmatch heel. I know. He like 
Like, because you would think, okay, this might be a little inside baseball, and that's fine. Like, this, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go this inside baseball. Um, you would think, like, a good deathmatch heel would be somebody who doesn't want to do the spots. He's such a good deathmatch heel that he does the spots, and you're still begging. You, you beg for him to get more. Like, like he took the thumb up the ass from, uh, from, uh, uh, from Neil Diamond. Him and uh, oh, I cannot. What is what What's his wife's What name? is her name? Uh, it's not Brandy, is it Brandy? It can't I, be Brandy. Anyway, his wife. I I feel like a Mrs. Dick. Kirk. Yeah, Mrs. Kirk. Um, they both took the thumb up the ass, and then he goes to hit the uh the double the double cutter on them onto the pane of glass, and the pane of glass doesn't fucking break. Story of the weekend. <laughs> Definitely the story of Friday night. <laughs> I don't know where whoever went to pick up the panes of glass got them, but whoever sold them to was like, no, you need these ones. These ones are, these ones won't break. This is the kind of glass that if you're purchasing glass, obviously you want it to be sturdy. Right, right, right. Yeah, they didn't, they, they didn't ask what, they, they said, what is the intention with this glass? Nobody asked that question that was selling the glass. They said, we want tempered. And they said, cool. So that means you don't want it to break. And, 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 and I swear to you, every single pane of glass fought back. Like the thud sound it would yeah, make. Yeah. Like Unsanctioned and Paradigm ran, I think it was November of last year. I, I might have that wrong, but they ran a double show, a dual show, a Friday, Saturday. And everybody was talking about the Indiana doors. In fact, uh, Unsanctioned put out a T-shirt that said uh, it just was Unsanctioned Pro's label on the front. And on the back, it said, fuck the Indiana or it said it said Indiana doors. And then there was a a, a, a tweet from Big Beef that said "fuck them doors" <laughs> <laughs> on the shirt because none of the doors would break that night. Fuck that Indiana glass. Apparently, <laughs> there were some some pretty uh, sturdy doors as well. Though <laughs> I know they put one out for Tankman, and that thing fucking splintered when he <laughs> went through it. It was such just a heavy duty front door of a house. that Justin Kyle uh, that Justin Kyle um, Tankman match yes. on the first night. Uh, those do- I was making jokes about those doors because those doors looked like they had seen two world wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's how old those doors looked. They looked like uh, they looked like they were um, like from about the eight the eighteenth nineteenth century. Like <laughs> I was so excited to see Tankman. This it was, was awesome. This was my first time getting to see him live. Yeah, and he was one of the MVPs of pandemic for me. Yep. So that was, that was really awesome to and, finally see him and to see the things that him and Justin Kyle did to each other. Cause both of them, like both of them are, you know, their roots are in the Indianapolis area. Um, now granted Justin Kyle's from Detroit, but, but Justin Kyle has been around the Indianapolis area for a while doing stuff. And so to see those two dudes get the stage that they got with ICW was just awesome because man, if you would have told me, Hey, um, Justin Kyle's gonna death Valley driver, (laughs) Calvin Tankman through an antique door for ICW. (laughs) 
if you would have told me that a year and a half ago, I'd have thought you were fucking nuts because I was like, I mean, I know that Justin Kyle is going to be there, but why the fuck would Calvin Calvin Tankman's at MLW? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then for those two to interact and to have the fucking match they had, man, just two dudes beating the shit out of each other. I will never not be impressed when Justin Kyle does the over the top rope like flying out of the ring doing the I don't know what to call it the Roman Reigns. Yeah, I'm sure people have flown over the top rope before Roman, but yeah, I mean that and his in like outside the ring into the ring spear through the ropes is also just like you're like it doesn't make sense that this man the size of Brock Lesnar can do this. It just doesn't make fucking sense. And it's just in indie wrestling it's so rare to see that type of wrestler at all. Right. That right. guy just does not exist in indie wrestling. <laughs> yeah. He he just he has such a different look comparatively to to everybody else just strictly based on oh you're 6 foot 7 and you weigh 300 pounds but it's all fucking muscle. Like it, <laughs> it's wild. He's he he just I'm so glad that he got to show he got to do the shit this weekend. And uh, like, again, I can only say this so many times. Almost everyone minus one person. I'm so happy that everyone got what they got and did what they did because nobody disappointed this weekend. No, I like like of the people I'm talking about. No one disappointed. Like everybody came in and did the shit and did what they needed to do. And there was a real like there felt like a real camaraderie, not just amongst the wrestlers but amongst the fans amongst everybody there it felt like everybody knew that they were here for something special i that's just my take on it but it was really great it was really fun if i can just you you talked about the crowd for a second yeah since i spent my whole time in the crowd uh this is the first wrestling show i've ever been to that was byob <laughs> Which is awesome, right? <laughs> Great concept for pro wrestling. People loved it. Uh, but just sitting, I've never been to a show where people are passing around like handles of whiskey. <laughs> I mean, and, and you thought shit would get out of hand in the crowd. Everybody was very polite and respectful. <laughs> yep, it was like everybody put everybody put their um, their um, responsibility pants on and said, "I can get drunk." But I need to be a responsible drunk. <laughs> and then you go, yeah, I can get drunk at fucking four o'clock in the afternoon. That's fine. Because I'm going to be here for the next fucking six hours watching wrestling. So it's good. Like, like I'll sober up by the time I go home. That was the great part. <laughs> One man did not sober up the entire weekend. I don't know. His, I wish I knew the guy's name so that we could find him on the internet and have a chat with him. Right. But this guy... During, I, don't, I think it was during the first AWR show, uh, he was sitting there, and he was clearly very, very fucked up, sitting in the front row, like looking at his hands and like really <laughs> mesmerized by the movement of them. When wrestlers would get near him, he would look very fearful. His friend came over next to us at one point and told us that he had just taken acid, molly, whippets, uh, he had been drinking and he was smoking pot. <laughs> Man, so this guy—you can find him in the crowd on any of these shows, and you 
He had on like uh, Hawaiian lay. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch back all the shows <laughs> to just play Where's Wallow with that guy. But just seeing wrestlers fighting on top of him while people are screaming at him to get out of the way. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, nope. <laughs> he's, he doesn't know that anyone's talking to him. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was full locked. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he got to the parking lot, pulled out his fucking Hunter S. Thompson <laughs> suitcase of drugs and was just like, all right, time Time for violence. How said, what? What's gonna pair well with this deathmatch wrestling? I'm thinking some Molly and some acid, and just a whip it to round yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it down just a little bit. Oh, that guy ruled. Yeah, I. You know what? You know what? A fucking MVP move right there. Like, you know, because he didn't even get out of pocket. Like. He might have been out of pocket with himself, but he was not out of pocket with other people. He didn't bother anybody. No, no. He was, he, he was he just was in his own fucking world, <laughs> just tripping and going, there's deathmatch wrestling happening in front of me. This hand is weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny that he paid for front row tickets to like every event and just stayed fucked up. Like, I bet if you talk to that guy, he would oh my god oh my god i am so happy i just <laughs> no peace uh-huh this dude ended up sitting behind us uh-huh. shane mercer gets the uh the green shit spit in his eyes right 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 by sonico yes and shane mercer's on the ground has all this green shit all over him and he's like he motions to us like can somebody give me some water right this or a beer, whatever. <laughs> well, he was trying to clean his eyes out. Oh, okay. This dude comes over and hands him a PBR. <laughs> and Shane Mercer's like, what the fuck is this? I'm trying to clean my eyes. Hands it back. This motherfucker comes back with his hands cupped, <laughs> filled with water. Shane Mercer's bent over, and this guy is just lightly splashing water from his hands into Shane Mercer's eyes. And then bends down with both hands and gives him gentle eye massage and Shane Mercer is still kind of blind and just like what the fuck is happening right now <laughs> Shane Mercer's another one of those motherfuckers that like like you, like if you're going to come you better come correct and that dude did not come correct like I don't want your nasty hand water on my face Shane did nothing like he he just honestly it seemed like he was thankful but just oh my god when that guy hears, I need water, instead of just bringing him the bottle, yeah. pours it into cupped hands so that he can... <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, man, that's so good. That's so fucking good. They're just... Uh, the, the entire weekend was just filled with little moments like that. Like, uh, let's see, like a guy sitting in front of me, front row for... I, or the guy in front of me for ICW Night One. Uh-huh. Uh, sandals. Front row wearing sandals. <laughs> First of all, maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't like when dudes wear sandals. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I'm not a big fan of feet in general. Right. But there's something that's just like, put the fucking shoes on. Wait, was he wearing socks? No. What a fucking nightmare person. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, light tube gets broken, flips over the thing, stabs him right in the foot. There is so much blood all over the ground, and he seems flabbergasted that it happened. You bought front row tickets at a deathmatch show and you wore sandals. Like, if there were ever a time to wear 
steel-toed boots. <laughs> it's at the front row in a fucking deathmatch show. <sighs> so, yeah, I saw a lot of people in the crowd spill blood this weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah that yeah. was that was nice. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, like, I like the glass in my face. Absolutely. You know, just that little bit of glass. It's like a 3D movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like uh, going to see in something in 4D. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little more dangerous. There's no yeah. bubbles. Yeah, but... yeah, no bubbles. I mean, fuck. <sighs> Should have used bubbles. I'm, I, listen, we can't. I'm not going to talk about it again. I'm still upset that they didn't use bubbles during the fucking outer space scene in Fast 9, <laughs> but we've moved past it. Uh, I've, 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 <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to regain my composure, and I'm not going to talk about it. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, if you're at a deathmatch show, the like I would say footwear and I would say pants. It is not I mean it was hot out. Actually, it was a very comfortable weekend. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. But yeah, deathmatch, you're in the front row. You It did get hot in that building. <laughs> there were times that uh when I was in the ring that it felt like it was about 102 degrees just standing there and i just start like before my uh scramble match at paradigm i just started fucking sweating and i was like oh i'm gonna be stinky after this <laughs> <laughs> i saw a lot of people online commenting about the smell of, <laughs> of the venue uh and saying that it's not fair to say that wrestling fans are smelly <laughs> no. that a lot of fan bases are smelly yeah yeah anytime you pack that many people into an an area like you like, get enough One Direction fans in a place, that's gonna be yeah, smelly. Too. Absolutely, absolutely. Just, eh, but ours is mixed with blood. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. There was also there was a lot of iron in the and <laughs> the olfactory membranes. <laughs> I think that doesn't help. And and like the longer blood is dried, the the more it smells. And so by by Sunday night, whoo, that building. Had a, had a very distinct smell. They had to leave the doors open to let it air out for <laughs> yeah. a couple days. Right. And then uh, I saw where they were cleaning up after. And, I, you know, I would almost say with the amount of blood that was spilt between the last those three days, you almost need a hazmat crew. <laughs> it's definitely not safe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, my assumption is everybody had on their they had on their gloves cleaning up. Um, I wasn't there for the cleanup. Uh, I had already taken off to come back home. <laughs> do the wrestlers do the cleanup for these shows? I know, like wrestlers traditionally show up early to help put the ring together and and whatnot. Is so normally yes. Um, I was very lucky in that I got to get out of there a little bit earlier um, just because of the nature of how far I had to travel to go back home. Now, granted it was only four hours, but I, I did have to get home because I had to work first thing the next morning. And that's a, a whole nother thing like working, getting home at about 4.00 AM and, and then <laughs> turning getting around up in and, a couple hours yeah, getting and... up in like three hours and going into work and sitting at a desk and they go, Oh, you're wearing a hat today. And I go, <laughs> I certainly am. <laughs> did you, uh, did you leave this weekend with any new scars? Um, I don't know that I left with any new scars. Uh, there is a possibility that I opened one up from the previous weekend. 
which it's it's fine. Like that's that's it's gonna happen. Um, I got like I'll tell you the thing that honestly that was like it, because it was unexpected, so it probably hurt the most. Is when I was in that scramble for paradigm, I took a bump to the outside, and I wasn't thinking about the fact that there had been something like 62 goddamn death matches before my <laughs> match. And so I didn't think about the amount of broken glass that was just around the ring. And so I took a, fu- I took a fucking solid fucking sl- like solid dump out of the ring onto fucking glass. And I was just like, Oh, Oh yeah, there's glass everywhere. <laughs> That's a familiar feeling, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> That's not what I expected, but <laughs> I I've felt that before. <laughs> I can confirm uh, from just watching that a lot of the paradigm wrestlers experienced that. It's like we all forgot. We all forgot that there had just been several death matches before us. It was just—it's weird to watch a wrestling show where so many of the wrestlers. Only have bloody hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From taking dives to the, the outside. Right. Uh, that Paradigm show was a lot of fun. Absolutely. I had a lot. That was, that was really good. Um, was that the one? No, shit. I'm thinking of a no piece, Matt. I'm okay. getting things mixed up. Yeah. Uh, but the, fuck, you told me his name. This was my first time seeing him. The, the, the wrestler that's sponsored by Natty Light. Oh, uh, uh, BP4. Bradley Prescott the fourth. What a fucking delight. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun. Super fun. There it wasn't all death matches this weekend. I saw a couple good comedy matches. Yeah. That and then also at no peace, Ricky Shane Page's match. <laughs> Did you get a chance to catch any of that one? Watch any of it, no. Holy shit. So it's OVE versus 440. Yeah. Which well actually it's Ricky Shane Page and Vincent Nothing. Vincent Nothing. And it starts out with, uh, which Christ brother is it? Jake? It is Jake, yes. Jake. Yes, yes, they it's just, Jake, it's Jake, it's Jake. It's because J- the, other one, the other one is redacted. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. The other, yeah, we, well, won't, we won't talk well, about yeah, 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 yeah. Jake, but Jake, Jake is Jake, but Jake, Jake Christ. Jake's great. It's RSP and Jake Christ in the ring, and they're both doing the thing where it's like, make him get back, make him get back. <laughs> like, they both rolled out of the ring and powdered at the same time. <laughs> Love it. Love it. (laughs) And then it got to the point where he's like, well, you tell him to get back. You tell him to get back. And then they were going across the entire arena. He's like, okay, you can come in now. I think Jake Crist actually climbed to the top row, very backside of the arena, just them bickering back and forth and hearing RSP at one point say, I don't know if you heard, I'm a good guy now. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, I mean, Here's what I'll say is, is that there were very few people who used the space like they a lot of people used the, the ring. But like. I can speak for myself. Oh, you went everywhere. I brawled all over that motherfucker. <laughs> Almost immediately you disappeared. And we just keep looking at different doorways. It's like a fucking episode of Frasier with like people going back and forth. It was really, really. Uh, yeah, that. He, he, he chose to hit me, or pie-faced me. Of all the people in that scramble, he went after the biggest person in that scramble, <laughs> which was a weird choice to make. <laughs> Especially considering the intensity that you came out with. Like, you scared my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? 
uh, I'm a nice boy, but the moment that music hits, it's different. Like when it's on, it's on. That's what I told uh, somebody on Twitter said, like when Hardway Heater says he does things the hard way, he means fist bumps and shoulder bumps as well when he's coming out to the ring. <laughs> and I said, when it's on, it's on. Like, like I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna full blown fist. I'm gonna Sid vicious fist bump you. I'm, I'm putting all of it into it. You getting all my power. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a really like I really like that that place anyway. Like the sh- like the shape of it. I just really like that Marion County Fairgrounds. But yeah, the moment that he okay, fine, I'll chase you all over this arena if that's what you need me to do. Uh, yeah, it was really uh, uh really fun. They had the paradigm they were you were absolutely right. They were a palate cleanser. I think you need that because. I think that if you don't have that regular wrestling or just more standard, less deathmatchy stuff um, to lead into the next day of more deathmatch, I think you have to have that palate cleanser. Because imagine if that Paradigm show had also been deathmatch. You'd be exhausted Saturday. Three straight. Because I was there from three to three. Yeah. Like three in the afternoon to 3 a.m. Right violence the whole time <laughs> except that one i don't know that was a very pleasant that was just a very pleasant wrestling show. oh also let me say this before we go any farther into this episode bp4 very funny but i will never miss an opportunity to punch a lost boy i just need i listen just in case you guys are listening it doesn't change how i feel about you i'll fucking hit you in the mouth <laughs> that probably goes for the majority of the people we talk about you know what you're right <laughs> Uh, unless uh, unless you're my people, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I mean, at some point, you're probably going to have to face off against a fellow KOBK member, right? I mean, yeah, eventually. I mean, you fought Luther plenty of times. Yeah, I fought the- Luther plenty of times. I fought Brett a couple times. Uh, I fought... I haven't fought... A- oh, I fought Akira once. Really? I fought Akira once for a UWFI match. Um... um but well, that's it. That's like that's as far as I've like that's all the KOBK members I've fought. Uh, but that's you know. Are you gonna fight Moe's? <laughs> I mean, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no Moe's too wholesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's been it was it was a wild fucking weekend. Like I I I know I keep coming back to that, but it really really was like it just felt like it. It felt it felt special to me. It felt special because we've kind of been shouting from the rooftops. Like as a person who lives in Nashville, Tennessee, but is originally from Indiana, um, it kind of felt like we've been shouting from the rooftops that Indiana just brings a different energy. Now, granted, a lot of people traveled for the show, but the moment you're in that Marion County fairgrounds, you're all the way the fuck in. And that's how that it felt from like the crowd. That's what I felt like I even got from the crowd. And like, I'm relatively unknown comparative to a lot of the guys that were there and they, and I still felt like the crowd gave me their all. when they saw me. I would say the matches you came out and you got some of the loudest cheers. Yeah. I mean, which is cool, (laughs) but, um, it was just like, I just feel like that crowd gives, gives it their, I felt like the crowd gave it their all. And they were excited to see everything, which makes the wrestling better. Um, it was just, I don't know. There, I'm trying to think of other things that I really 
like I I was really excited to see uh I mean everything Akira did cuz he's just he's just a psychopath and 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 doesn't doesn't understand the word quit in the way that I feel like the rest of us do and he just like even when he was fed the fuck up and was just like I don't want to do anything ever again like he won the deathmatch tournament which we definitely have to describe what that match was okay you you let's do it right okay now. i've never seen anything like this so akira mickey knuckles dale patrick's and who was the fourth fuck i'm sorry to the fourth person no, well, hold on it, it was it's right there i i can see them i can see them hmm who's in the ring with him <laughs> it was the guy was... that comes out with the two swords or like the two that's mickey that comes out with the two battle axes. no she had, there was another guy that comes out in like a shingo takagi mask with, with like two machetes oh shit no i have no idea hold on a minute <laughs> hold the fuck on Woo. uh that's um i don't know I can't remember, but anyway. Apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a other guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, apologies. Uh, but no, they come out, they pull off the canvas, they pull off the pads, expose the boards. Yep. Come out with buckets. Yep. Of broken glass. Yep. And just start scattering it around, <laughs> like completely cover this goddamn thing. Yeah. Then come out and cover three sides of the Ringman light tubes. <laughs> And just seeing Akira's face when he got in the ring. Like, I don't know if he had actually seen the ring yet. Yeah. Until he actually got out there. And there was just a look on his face like. Fuck are fuck, we doing here? <laughs> like, how did I end up here? Yeah. <laughs> um, You know how he ended up there? By being a fucking badass. That's how God he ended yeah. up there. And that's what he needs to recognize. <laughs> Is it, Earlier in the day on Sunday, actually before I got to that show, uh, we went out to breakfast and as we were at a stoplight, we saw Akira drive by. And he he looked like a man who had been through a lot of violence. <laughs> yep. Well, that's why uh, I will tell you this. For our our match at No Peace, the reason I carried him out on my shoulders is because I needed, I needed a visualization from everyone else in that crowd of how much he had worked that fucking weekend. Like, like motherfucker, hop on my back because you've done enough. Like, it was... Like I, I couldn't be more proud of that dude. Like he, he might have been fucking over it, and he might have been fucking tired and sore, and I'm sure he's still feeling it today. But I couldn't be more proud of that dude. He, he fucking busted his ass all weekend to entertain everybody, and and that's awesome. <laughs> he won over everyone. Yep. I. It was so weird. There were children at the AWR show. <laughs> Small wild. children. And they loved Akira. They were all following him around with their cell phones. His glass is exploding in their face. Yep. And they're trying to hand him weapons to use, <laughs> which I don't know if normally you're supposed to do that. Just leave him alone. But he was taking the weapons from the kids and using yep. them. Akira's for everyone. Yeah, Akira, Akira's for the children. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a fucking... I, I would like to see you and Akira tag again. 
I listen. I thought you. I liked, and not you should always come out with him on your back. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Uh, that's exactly what I'll do. Is is I will come out with him on my back. That is that is our new move when when we come out. Uh, yeah, I I really enjoy tagging with Akira. Um, um, because uh, he had a tweet about it earlier this week, and he said he was like, the thing is, is that. He he was talking about me, and I could say the same thing about him. Is is that he gives one hundred percent every single time, and he can kick your ass. So that's you know that that feeling is mutual for me and Akira. Is is like I know he's going to bring one hundred percent. He knows I'm going to, and we both can kick your ass. So then we also come out to Kill Bill, the the song <laughs> from Kill Bill. <laughs> Which was also kind of fucking fun, like to, to get to come out to that song and just be like, bring that energy that nobody get to carry him out. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Well, it sounds like we're on to your match. Yeah. From No Peace. Yeah. And it's impossible for me to not talk about this because it's too much fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. So it was KOBK versus The Hollowed. Mm-hmm. Which is Crew and Otis. Uh, first time seeing crew live. Awesome. Awesome. I definitely wanted, there's a few wrestlers that was my first time seeing live. He was one I wanted to shout out that he was just a lot of fun to watch all weekend. Really liked that guy. Um, and I see what you mean about like, you both had the beards. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Uh, I built very similar. Yeah. We, I just want to let, listen, just somebody book it. Just me and fucking crew. Let, let us just throw hands at each other. Because we, we got shit that we need to work out. And I think that we need to do it in a ring. Wanna anyway. <laughs> want to see it. So you guys all come out. And the next is the end. Who love these guys. Absolutely. Got to say this first before everything. Gotcha. I am a fan of the end. They are one that I've enjoyed watching throughout the pandemic. Uh, I like the whole huff and spray paint thing <laughs> that, you know, no one's doing that right now, except that dude in the front row, uh, <laughs> just for a little come down. Yep. Just, yeah. You know, just put a little ether on a rag. Uh, <laughs> but no, they, uh, Pero and Odinson come out. Fucking love Pero. Love bears. Yep. Just in general. Bears are the bear community. I, I love. Yep. I fuck uh, with the bear community too. Yeah. I bears all day. Bears all day. The bears have always treated me right. And Absolutely. Like, yeah. Odinson is <laughs> the match starts, comes like it's screaming in our face, and I'm just like, fuck yeah, let's let's do this. Um going back and watching, I noticed his in-ring work was a little sloppy. <laughs> is that the I think that's how I would describe uh, yes, it. That would be you don't have to, accurate. You don't have to comment on any of this if you don't want. Uh so you guys go through the match. Unfortunately, Pero gave you a pile driver. What what move did it? He hit me with the pile driver, and then got one two. Uh, the ref got pulled by uh, by the Hollows uh, Riley, and then uh, since the ref wasn't in there to count the three. He got me right the fuck back up and power bombed. <laughs> so, you know, he really set it in. <laughs> that being said, I need a rematch of you and Paro. <laughs> I would love that. I That's something that, you know, that's on my bucket list of matches I want to see live. Uh, 
But yeah, that match ends, some goons come out. Some dudes in ski masks. Uh, they go fuck up Odinson and Pero. Pero around the ring. And then Marcus Crane and Casanova Valentine come out. Absolutely. So excited to see Marcus Crane. Absolutely. As he's back. Is he's he back? Healed? That's so fucking crazy. Well, he's he's back. Um, I, I Again, this might be inside baseball. I don't know about wrestling yet. But it's just nice to have Marcus Crane back involved with wrestling in any facet that he can. I like him being in the room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> him being back in the space just I got a it got a huge pop out yeah, of me. Marcus was not Cr- expected. Marcus Crane brings an energy that nobody else can bring. He brings the uh, he brings Marcus Crane energy. <laughs> though, though I did see it, he got a microphone to cut a promo, and it was one of those moments where he just immediate he had a microphone and nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think he even put on Twitter that he's like, "I'm gonna take some uh, some lessons." Yeah, but, well. Yeah, he and then I mean, when he did speak, it wasn't like when he did say because he said a few. He said a few things, but like, it's just so nice to have Marcus back in the ring. I'm so excited to have like to even have him around is so much fun. He yeah, he is a guy that like when I've gone to shows and he's around, he's been really fun to talk to and. He's, I just, he's a fucking wild card. He's a, he's a goddamn wild man. I mean, go back and look at some of the, like, one of his last matches that I really remember seeing was him in GCW in Japan, getting the needles through both cheeks, yep. super kicked in the face. Who the fuck else is doing that shit? Yeah, right, exactly. Marcus Crane. But then while that's happening, <laughs> Odinson comes over to the guy to my left and gets in his face this all happened really fast i wish i could see video of it but as far as i can tell all video was taken after this happened and watching no peace today it was happening while marcus was talking i think so you you can't really see he fucking slapped the shit out of the guy next to me like slapped him so hard that he fell back into his seat and then he came to me (laughs) And he pulled his hand back to slap me. And I don't like getting slapped very much. So I ducked. And as far as I can tell, what he did was punch me in the back of the head. It felt like it was either he punched or did like a -a whack-a-mole kind of bop. (laughs) And this is the first time that a wrestler I enjoy has uh, struck me. (laughs) Um, Uh. (laughs) After this, he proceeds to fight. No peace staff, the referees, he's screaming at commentary. He was screaming at a guy <laughs> who was, after what he did to us, was like, if that motherfucker comes to me, I'm going to fight. This guy was tiny. Yeah. And he still wanted to fight Odinson. Odinson, oh, yeah. 6'4", 285 pounds, according to his Twitter. Right. He looks it. Yeah. I believe him. He's a jacked man. Yeah. Uh, got Thor's hammer tattooed on his chest. <laughs> Because that, sh- that shows you how fucking tough this guy is. And <laughs> God damn, just getting picked on by a dude with a Thor's hammer tattoo just seems so right. <laughs> like somewhere when he hit me, a Planet Fitness alarm went off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those moments where you go, this makes sense. <laughs> but he gets in an argument with this other guy, which somebody later told me was the dude who booked the venue. 
Uh, he's pushing everybody. He's yelling. And then eventually Paro comes out and is screaming at Odinson. And that is the last I see of Odinson. <laughs> this is two matches into the fucking show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, man, I, I don't even... That, that guy's kind of an asshole. Yep. I, yep. <laughs> I will say no hard feelings towards no peace. I'm a fan. Like no peace was one of the, the companies that got me through the pandemic. I very much look forward to all their shows. The next show that's anywhere near me, I'm going to be in the front row again. Right. So not done with no peace. Right. But you know, like I think I might be done with the end. I'm not done with Paro. <laughs> But this this would go the same with John Cena. So, <laughs> John... so <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. If he yes. hit me, I'd st- you'd also be upset. I would be a little mad. That, yeah. So let me speak to my side of things. Um, what I can say is, is I would like to, and this might be a little kayfabe breaking, whatever. Um, I would like to thank Otis and crew and Akira. And Paro for all being respectful and professional. I would like to thank Paro for taking everything that happened in stride, for protecting me at the end, because the end wasn't supposed to be what it was. It got changed because of the things that we, we noticed in the, in the match. Um, so I would like to thank all of them so very much for being professional and taking care of, we all took care of each other and had a, and we had a good time with each other. Um, and that is the, that is where my thank you stop. <laughs> um, also the no peace staff, let me say this also no peace staff, uh, uh, because, uh, uh, they they were also very professional after all of it happened uh, with everybody in the ring that was in the ring. Um, but that is where the thank yous stop. Um, I'm uh, as a participant in that match, even though I had no like, you know, as I, I had no control over what he's going to do. Uh, I would like to apologize to you because I think that that is it's irresponsible. It was negligent. And it was unnecessary. And what I can say is, is I look forward to working Paro or crew or Otis or fuck it, even Akira any time in the future, any fucking time. I will absolutely work those dudes. But there is one person in that fucking match that I will never step foot in the ring with again. Um, and he made that choice. That was his fuck up. That wasn't, that wasn't, nobody fucking, nobody forced him to do that. And th- this is me saying it. This isn't anything you said. Uh, I will say when he got in my face, my friend that was next to me at the beginning of the match leaned over and was like, he smells like booze. Uh, the- yeah. Uh, uh, it was, we were in the match when the recognition happened. And that is that that's all that's all I can that's all that I'd really know is, is that after that then we started we started trying to plan different things and try to do different things because of it um and I know that that's like shattering the kayfabe but I think that this this there's a levity to this moment that 
that I think needs to be brought up. And that's that uh, I felt taken care of by uh, the people that were in the ring. I was in the ring with. And, um, and I'm, and I, and I, and like I said, I, I just wish that that would have carried over to everyone in the fucking crowd. But, you know, we live, we learn. Um, I know that you have talked to no peace. Yeah. DMs. And yeah. I have, I, and I have had conversations with no peace as well. So very much on board, very much still willing to do business with that company. Just not willing to do business with that one person. This was a little bit of a bummer. Because, like, I guess this is me kind of joking. Like, you're very yeah, yeah, serious yeah. about it. Like, yeah. I, I still feel weird about it because I'm a, I was a fan of the yeah. dude. Uh, but I did tweet at No Peace and said, hey, since he hit me, can I choose his next opponent? Right. Because I just wanted fucking Schlack to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> or Justin Kyle. Yeah. Or John Wayne Murdoch. Absolutely. Or, you know, a little something for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no peace was very cool about it. Like they were very apologetic. Like it's not their fault at yeah. all. Like I, like I said, no hard feelings at all. This doesn't scare me away from wrestling shows. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know how hard he hit me or if it, like if a video came out, like, yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. just one of those things in the moment that was just like, what the fuck? Right. But regardless of all of that, it should have never fucking happened. Um, but anyway. Let's let's move on beyond fucking. Uh, uh, now that we've gotten that story out of the way, which was you know like you got a unique Indianapolis experience. I'll never forget this. Show. <laughs> um, um, let's let's talk about something positive. What was the most normal thing you did in Indiana? Whew, some pretty good brunch. Where'd you go to brunch? I went to. It's weird shouting them out because the waiter was kind of mean. Okay. Uh, there was some uh, pancake house. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 oh, shoot. Is it, the one that, is it the one that Kelly referred you to? Yeah. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's like a street name. It's uh, I cannot remember. It's, like, it's not St. John Street Pancake House, but it's something like that. It's very good breakfast. It was good breakfast. It, I just needed something normal before my only option was chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and they and they, you know, that the, they had. I saw there was probably there had to have been a hundred pounds of chicken tenders eaten that weekend because I saw everybody with those fucking chicken tenders. Now I don't mind shit talking the fairground food here. <laughs> go because they have nothing to do with any of the wrestling promotions. Yeah. I go up and I order tendies and fries. Yeah, 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 yeah. One tendy, <laughs> seven bucks for one tendy. That's fucking horse shit. That's ridiculous. Well, but I'm not going to, I don't know. <laughs> you already have the food. I already have the thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's wrestling going on. And I know Derek and I used to do this quite a bit as well. Uh, another thing with the fairgrounds. I do have to review the bathrooms. <laughs> the bathrooms were just about as clean as the fucking mat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those bathrooms were a little rough. <laughs> Day one, no soap, no paper towels, yep. uh, no working toilets. Yep. Uh, we got to the venue, <laughs> and I immediately had to pee, and I went in there and peed. And uh, the only thing I could think was, is like, well, I guess I'm drying my hands on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even if there was paper towel... My fear was is that it, this building's old enough to where it had like the rolling uh, 
You know, it like the old style. It had the old like, style, like cloth. Like in an paper auto t- mechanic yeah, like yeah. shop. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm going to uh, dry my hands on my pants. <laughs> and I did exactly that. <laughs> also, let me say this, because this is another like just cool. Little <laughs> 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 this is another cool little moment that happened this weekend. Uh, I was uh, standing next to Moe's and we had just watched. I think it was Cutter Kirk. And the next match was Satu Tank. And before Ron Bass said, I'm running to the gas station. You need anything. And like me and Ron are fucking, you know, like I'll fight him anytime I fucking see him. But, but another delightful person yeah, that I had never seen wrestle delightful. before. Um, but, uh, but Ron Bass was like, you need anything. And I was like, I wouldn't throw a beer out of bed. And, and he said, I got you. So they ran to the gas station and I was like, oh, man, I really don't want him to miss Tank and Neil Diamond Cutter because he's also a giant Tank fan. Or no, Neil Diamond Cutter. I'm sorry, Satu Jin. Um, but he's also a big Tank fan. And, of course, we all love Satu. But, um, but Tank just on this comeback run. And Satu's music hit. Satu walks out. And he gets announced. You know, all that. And the, like... And I was like, oh, man, Ron's going to miss Tank. And I'm talking to Moe's. And it was like he heard me. And he said, no, I'm not. And he walked in. And as Tank's music hit, he handed me the beer. And we both cracked him as Tank was walking <laughs> out. And it just felt perfect. <laughs> so that's the one of those other moments that I was just like, we couldn't have planned this better. Because I get a beer to watch Tank beat the shit out of somebody it man what a great moment like that was one of my other favorite moments of the weekend is is just like the timing on all of that that was really fun um but yeah a unique experience this weekend uh another unique experience i finally got to meet schlack yeah yeah yeah. i had never met like did Schla- you talk to him i did talk to oh schlack. yeah uh, i went and Honestly, I just wanted a picture with him to send to my wife because she loves Schlack. Yeah, I know. Who doesn't? Because, hey, I would like to think that we did that. <laughs> yeah, we, did. we definitely did that. Uh, I have a, now have a sticker that says, No God, Only Schlack, that she's going to put on her bumper of her car. But I bought a shirt from him. I don't even know if I can. Am I allowed to give Schlack's email address away? Because I paid with PayPal. <laughs> I may have to edit this. But I still want to say it out loud. Okay, go. So... I, I said, do you have any cash apps or anything? He's like, I have PayPal. And I was like, okay, well, what's your email address? And he goes, uh, oh, yeah, it's uh, uselessdrunkard at gmail.com. <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it. Hop on PayPal, send Schlack some money. You damn right. Send, send Schlack all your money. Oh, he deserves all your money. Look at him. Just look at him. Do you realize how many chicken breasts he has to has to eat to maintain that size? He eats those chicken breasts for us, goddammit, and we need to pay him back. <laughs> this, I, it was such a fun weekend. Did I hear that there's another deathmatch weekend coming up in like two weeks in Indianapolis? Is that where King of the Deathmatch is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be August, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's coming up. Jesus. Yeah. And... You're going to see a lot of the the same uh, uh, players that you saw this weekend, but 
but now it's for K- King of the Deathmatch. Like, like, which is, which is just like, everybody wants that. It, like, everybody in that tournament wants to be King of the Deathmatch. You get to be announced as King of yeah, the Deathmatch. Yeah. So that's huge. Everywhere. Like, 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 I'm King of the Deathmatch 2021. Like, I mean, who is, like, Kogar's Prince of the Deathmatch? Yeah. Uh, last year, King was Eric Ryan? I believe so. That sounds right. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, man. Like, like, uh, uh, like tanks taking place in that. Um, I know I keep bringing up tank, but I'm just you love I'm tank. real fucking hyped up about tank in his fucking in the resurgence of his career. Like uh, I I want tank in a match so fucking bad. Like he's he is one of the like I've, we've done it once and he beat the shit out of me and that was a year ago and what I can say is is I am not the same guy that I was a year ago and so let's see what the fuck we can do tank. But what I will say is, is that it has been, it's just been fun to see him like, just kind of like he was always in the name of people in the South. Now he's starting to get in the names of people on the East coast. He's like, it's just like, not that he wasn't before, but it's just, people are like, oh yeah, not only is tank wrestling again, but tank can still fucking go. And that's the cool part. Um, but, uh, like tanks been in it. Um, I mean, there's, there's, a veritable who's who of deathmatch wrestling has been in the king of the deathmatch. And so it's just, man, I, I, I don't know if I, 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 I don't know how they're going to do it. Like, like it's definitely going to be a most of the same crowd that was at the Marion County shows. That's going to be at king of the deathmatch. And it's going to be awesome. Like, Y'all thought they went hard this weekend? Shit. <laughs> if they're going to go harder at King of the Death match, I don't know if I can handle being in the building. And neither can Acid Guy. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Acid Guy could barely handle what he was dealing That's why he focused on the hand. He was like, there's Death Match, but also my hand's weird. And he went, <laughs> I'm going to watch the hand for a bit. <laughs> He always had a halftime show going on. Like the second that was over, just twiddled the fingers that, a little bit. That, that dude, that dude had had built-in commercial breaks from the fucking from the deathmatch wrestling. He went, "Oh, it's getting too real." Here we are. <laughs> uh, I know we're coming to the end of the podcast. We've been going a little bit now. I'm trying to think of other names of people that I had never seen. That- Pondo kicked fucking ass this weekend. Fuck. Pondo had a bunch of matches. Yeah. Honestly, one of the bloodiest matches I saw the weekend was Pondo. So one of my other sleeper hits of that entire fucking weekend is Danny Akira for AWR. Like, they had the death match in the tournament. Yeah. And it was fucking great. Like, man. Like, it just, it, like I said, I, I'll keep saying it, that, that I would put the group of guys that was at the ICW the, this weekend up against almost goddamn anybody and they're gonna fucking show out it was fucking amazing also one more little thing i gotta get in before we fucking end this episode hey hoodfoot i see you doing death matches now motherfucker bring your ass i ain't done with you that's it all right they're just that's just uh you know 
Motherfucker's in my world now. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Hoodfoot, I have nothing against you. <laughs> Much larger than me. Uh, you seem like a great guy. <laughs> you were in a match for Paradigm that at 2 o'clock in the morning made absolutely no sense to me from the rules. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the Lost Boys verse. Uh, I can't remember the other name, the other team name. Oh, it, well, God, it was the uh, one that had like a zombie zombie guy. Mm-hmm. He came over to me and he had Myron Reed held back and he told Kelly to chop his chest. And Kelly said, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I love my wife so much. <laughs> and then he said to me, he's like, chop him. And I, I said, but I really like him. <laughs> and I gave him the weakest fucking chop you've ever seen. So I hope that, uh, I hope that didn't make it to IWTV. <laughs> and even if it did, fuck it. Um, another wrestler. Fuck. I wish I could remember her first name. Cause there weren't a ton of female wrestlers this weekend, but I very much enjoyed her last name was wreck Sawyer Sawyer, Sawyer fucking wreck. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Same. <laughs> Holy shit. Like she took some tubes from Neil Diamond cutter off the top rope that I, I, and then, and then fucking took tubes to the small of her back. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. She ruled. I need to see more of her. So, so Sawyer Wreck has one of, if not my favorite spot from, well, now my, it was my favorite spot from the MV Young, uh, uh, from the Fear the Gay Agenda No Peace show, um, because she gets announced and she fucking comes flying out on stage and aggressively and recklessly throws a forearm at MV Young. And I was like, immediate fan. I'm an immediate fan of you because of how aggressive and reckless that that forearm was on MV Young. Because <laughs> holy shit, she blasted the fuck out of him and it was awesome. Ugh. And I'm a big fan of tall ladies. Mm-hmm. She's a very tall lady. Love that. Yeah. Like she's she's like the Elizabeth Debicki of wrestling. <laughs> If Fuck Elizabeth yeah. the Bicky did death matches, that's Sawyer Wreck. That's Sawyer Wreck. But uh, yeah, she made a new fan this weekend, so I will be following her more oh, yeah. closely now. Sawyer, and now. Sawyer, is that fucking good violence. I love fucking watching Sawyer fucking enact violence on a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have anything else? Uh, do you have anything? Um, to... Oh, I, I think every week I want to ask you, is it a death match? Because I think last week we asked if the guy in the Waffle House spent oh, yeah, 24 yeah, yeah. hours in a Waffle House with a death match. Uh, coming up, I've got another weekend of wrestling. Gotcha. But it's all impact. Okay. So I have Saturday Slammiversary. Sick. Sunday, <laughs> TV taping for impact. Fuck yeah. Sunday, another TV taping for impact. Fuck yeah. Monday, two more TV tapings for impact. So I'm going to five impact shows in three days. Is it a death match? <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, I would say that you are riding the cusp of it being one because <laughs> you about to you about to inundate yourself with a lot of impact wrestling. I have not been following impact so much, so I'm going to like know everything. Well, here's what I, here's what I'll say is, is that here uh, the highlight uh, should be and always will be Joshua Alexander and the fact that that man apparently can wrestle. I don't know, four and a half hours without getting tired. 
That guy's really good. He's fucking fantastic. What's crazy is the first fucking time I saw him was at PWG, and it was a, it was his retirement match. How many years ago was that? It was like ten years ago yeah, now. Absolutely, you're absolutely fucking right. He's still going. Uh, first time it's I like ever, kiss. For, yeah, first time I saw him was him and Eric Stevens for Black Label Pro. Okay. And and my first thought, and I will be honest, and I was totally wrong on this. My first thought was is is this motherfucker really afraid of cauliflower ear wearing fucking headgear out here and then i saw him and i was like oh no like he's fucking in for the shit all right here we go (laughs) so yeah i mean that's that's gonna be fun uh i think it's 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 uh i i think mentally it's a mental death match yeah it's a mental death match and what i will say is is that uh, I think it'll be a very nice palate cleanser to what you just experienced this weekend. I think that I think we need to I think we need to press the uh, we need to blow on the cartridge and press the reset button on our NES wrestling because Gotta do a hard reset. Yeah, hard reset, and we will. Uh, and, and then by uh, the next show, we'll get into some uh, sick Nick Mondo. We keep promising you sick. Nick. I, I listen. It it's been a it's been a fucking week. All right, everybody, if you're going to don't talk shit like in my week before this, I was at a Fellini fest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just watching fucking Italian black and white cinema. Right. And uh, the, the going back and forth between Deathmatch and Fellini. Fuck. My brain is scrambled right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, know what also, to do. Also this. Um, you and I, uh, uh, you, you posted something today. Turnstile? Is playing the basement east? Yeah. That seems like a good time, huh? Yeah. I'm kind of uh like I'm kind of interested in that. When I saw that you posted it, I was like, ooh, there's some more aggressive music that I feel like I need to get in on. <laughs> this is not aggressive at all. But they announced the lineup for Pride. <laughs> I, I think I saw. Go ahead and let the people know. Okay. It, you could go to Turnstile at Basement East, but in September, Pride is happening. Salt and Pepper. I love it. Kim Petras. Love it. Orville Peck. I fucking love it. <laughs> I'm in. You will see me at Pride having the goddamn time of my life. You'll probably see me at Turnstile having a lot of fun. Depending on those dates, you might see me there. <laughs> <laughs> Because those all that all sounds like the most fun in the entire world. Well, I'm missing out on terror, so hopefully we can get AJ to go see Turnstile. Ooh, I'll talk to him. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we'll just uh, throw a couple motherfuckers. <laughs> all right, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll we'll be back again uh, on social media. I'm at Gartet. On social media, I am at Hardway Heater, and we'll see you around the fucking bend. Kisses.